Hi, I'm Kaya. And I'm Warren. And this is our passion project. Welcome back. This week we are finishing off our Rest Well series and we're going to be finishing with something that's a little more nuanced when we think of rest. Last week we talked about the Sabbath and we shared that it's really about stopping and um, worshiping and doing things that we find restful. Um, But rest can also be something active. Yeah, and today we're going to be talking about the activities that help us to find rest. So these are the things that we consider to be our hobbies or our passion projects. It's kind of actually how this podcast came to be. Kaya and I were going over themes that we could talk about for the Rest Well series, and she had the amazing idea that we could do a podcast because Most people are pretty tired of Zoom and this is something you could listen to on a walk. We also thought it would be fun because these are conversations we're having anyway and it gets at our creative side and lets us have a little bit of fun and freedom in this. Yeah, I really enjoy talking to Lauren regularly, but I especially enjoy doing these podcasts with you because they're so much fun. And the main reason that this podcast and the reason we chose to call it our passion project is because it really does feel that way. Um, The best way that I can describe passion projects is that the work feels like the reward. Mm. Um, To whoever's listening, thank you for tuning in. We love that we get to share these conversations with people. But the main reason we do this podcast isn't to have like a ton of viewers um, or listeners rather. Um, We do it just because it's fun and to whoever listens, we want to be able to help people um, and to kind of share all of the things that God's been teaching us. So this is something that we genuinely find as fun. It's not something that we do to make money or to get followers. Um, It's just something we enjoy. And we have a bunch of other passion projects outside of this podcast that we kind of want to share with you guys. So Lauren, what's one of the hobbies that you have? And can you just tell us a little bit about how you got into it? Yeah, I love that you called it a hobby when you asked me because I think that there is a difference. We are calling this our passion project because that's what it is. It's something that we want to continue to do and build on. But sometimes hobbies are a better word for it because it's just something that is and you can pick it up when you want and you can come back to. Something that has been a hobby for me, or at least was over the summer when it was a bit warmer, is woodworking. It was something that... I got to explore, I gave my per- I gave myself permission to be bad at, and it was something that pulled me into the present moment. When you're woodworking, you really have to be focused on what you're doing. A lot of times you're using like a power tool or painting something and it needs to be precise. I really enjoyed that as a hobby because it got to be about the process and not about the end result or the finish line. I actually still have the project that I worked on all summer and The doors literally just need to be screwed in, but I haven't done that yet. Um, And that to me actually feels really good because it isn't about the finished product. It was about the process and what it taught me about myself and being able to take a break from the world for, you know, a couple hours on a Saturday. What about you? What is a hobby that you've been enjoying lately? Yeah, I guess two of my hobbies that really go hand in hand are just Uh, fitness and food for me. Mm. Uh, I got just really into exercising and working out a few years ago. I love just moving my body in whatever way, whether it's like running, yoga, spin, 
And I think anyone who is into fitness realizes pretty quickly that if you want to keep doing those workouts, you have to fuel your body correctly. Um, so I think my love for fitness and working out kind of gave way to my passion for baking now. I'm, I love baking and trying out new recipes uh, and sharing them with my friends and family. I always want to eat your food. <laughs> yes, I can't wait until we're together and you can try some of my baked goods. And coffee. Um, yes. <laughs> yeah, and I really enjoy doing those things. Um, one, because it's fun. Um, I love just getting to experiment in the kitchen. Sometimes it's a hot mess and things don't turn out the best. Um, but it really is a stress reliever to just throw on music and just enjoy baking. And I think similar to what you were saying about woodworking, it like pulls me into the present moment. Um, when I'm like following a recipe or measuring different ingredients, I can't be bothered to worry about all of the other things that are going on in my life. So, yeah. I think it's really interesting that you said that fitness and uh, food are your hobbies. Um, because for me, I, I do like working out. I love lifting and I've picked up a couple of other things that I enjoy, but I don't necessarily consider it a hobby right now. So could you talk about what makes that a hobby versus something that you do and you enjoy, but maybe isn't consider, you wouldn't consider a hobby? Yeah, definitely. I think that's a great question and I'm happy you asked it because my mindset around fitness has really shifted a lot over the past few years. I think when I first started off working out, my main goal was to look a certain way or I was working out because I thought that was what I should do or was supposed to be doing. Um, but it wasn't something that was like a hobby for me. It was just something to sort of check off my to-do list, something that I did throughout the day to you know, stay healthy. But now I really look forward to my workouts. They're a time for me to de-stress. I get like a huge endorphin rush and I love it. And it keeps me going throughout my day. Um, and I think that's, to me, at least what makes it more of a hobby rather than just another part of my day. I have fun with it and it's not a means to an end for me. I just mm. enjoy the process of working out. I don't really need to look a certain way or be like hitting super specific goals. I just sort of take all of that pressure off and have fun with it. I love that. This is all reminding me of when I first came on staff with InterVarsity, everyone told me to get a hobby. And my one friend actually said he was gonna start uh, caring for bonsai trees. And I asked him like, how is that actually a hobby? And then I went to Longwood Gardens and saw the bonsai trees there. And if you ever have seen them, you understand it is a hobby. But I think that having a hobby is something, I mean, this series is about rest. And so it's a place where you get to go and be renewed and that can be something that you do with people or without people. And it can change from day to day, week to week, month to month. Um, things change with the seasons based on how you're feeling about it. So when I got all of that advice from people to find a hobby, I was like, great, but what is it gonna be? And how do I figure out what's a hobby? So Kaya, do you have any advice for people in trying to figure out something that would be either a hobby or a passion project? Yeah, definitely. I think the first thing I'd say is just have patience. It was definitely a process of trial and error to figure out like what my hobbies uh, were going to be. But one of the questions that was a good jumping off point for me was just thinking about what I did for fun as a kid when I had a ton mm. of uninhibited free time. Like if you're trying to think of what your hobby is going to be, like ask yourself, like when I was 
seven or eight years old and I got home from school and had free time all day and no homework, like what did I do? Did I color for hours or read or play video games? Um, because I think that's a good jumping off point and it kind of allows you to sort of get back uh, to your inner child and those things that you really enjoyed before you had a bunch of obligations. Absolutely. Getting back to your inner child or even, I know this sounds a little weird, but asking your inner child, like, what would you find fun? That is, it's, it sounds weird, but if you ever do it, and I definitely recommend doing so, it's really freeing and you give um, a voice to something that based on, you know, pressure and to-do lists that it gets really suppressed and crushed. And so you get to find like, what's something that I genuinely am excited about and would really love to do. So a lot of our people listening are students at Villanova. They are living in dorm rooms or in apartments on campus and may not have access to, you know, their childhood bedroom with paints and all of that. Um, Do you have any ideas or just suggestions of a jumping off point for people? Yeah, one of my first suggestions would be that having a hobby does not always equal joining a club. Um, Wait, say that again, because (laughs) y'all are in so many clubs. (laughs) Yes, having a hobby does not always equal joining a club. Sometimes it can mean joining a club. If you really enjoy writing and you want to join the school newspaper, go for it. But think to yourself, like, what is something that I genuinely would enjoy that doesn't require me adding more meetings or more things to do on my to-do list? If you enjoy writing, maybe instead of joining the school newspaper and adding another meeting to your day, it could just look like setting aside time to journal or just write a novel for fun. Um, So I think don't always jump to joining a club because it doesn't always have to be that way. And I think you can make it fun. Um, Obviously, that's the whole point of a hobby. But if you're on a college campus, I think you can do your hobbies with other people, obviously socially distanced and safe. Um, You can write or paint or bake with your friends. And that can be something really stress relieving and fun that doesn't feel like an extra meeting or to do list item for your week. Yeah, so that's sort of my advice for college students, but I'm curious to hear from you, Lauren, as someone who's been through college and now has found her hobbies afterwards. um, Any advice you have to people who maybe aren't in college or things that you wish you had known when you were trying to figure out what your hobbies would be? Oh, goodness. I have different things that I wish I could tell my past self. The biggest one is it doesn't have to be something you're good at. For me, I am a perfectionist, or at least a recovering one, and um, I don't like to do things that I'm bad at. So for me, giving myself permission to be not perfect at something in my hobby uh, is really important. And so I enjoy painting. I'm not good at it. I am definitely not going to be ever selling my art. But it's something that I enjoy. I enjoy mixing colors and blending together and starting with a blank canvas and getting to put it all on one page. And I can say that's a hobby and not be good at it. Also, hobbies don't have to be typical. I think coffee for me is a hobby. And I know that sounds really basic, but I love learning about bean origins and grind size and how it affects coffee and how you should bloom your coffee or maybe don't or all of these different things. It can just be an information rabbit hole that you go down. 
hobbies are specific to you and they're unique just like you are and they don't have to fit into a mold. I think that's something we say a lot on this podcast and that comes from a place of I've felt very stuck in not wanting to try things or do things out of fear of not being good at them. So that's why it's something that I say a lot. I want people to not have to go through that and have freedom in just living life and being children of God. So that is my advice to people um, who, I mean, also who are in college, but people who are outside of college, try something new, take a risk. Even if you're bad at it, it's okay. Yes, I love that. And I love that you said you're a recovering perfectionist because that's just like, I think the perfect way to describe where I'm at. And I think hobbies are a great part of that recovery process. Just doing something that you're not good at for the sake of doing it Mm. is awesome. And I love that you mentioned that hobbies don't have to be typical either. Um, I, I'm also obsessed with coffee, but I think even the smallest things in your life, like your skincare routine could be your hobby or doing your makeup could be your hobby. Um, so don't overthink it. Don't think that your hobby needs to be really cool or really interesting to other people um, because that's not the point. It should mm-hmm. be something that's fulfilling and relaxing for you. We hope that this inspires you to try some new things, to add some hobbies to your repertoire, to get excited about the simple pleasures and the small things in life. Um, As Caitlin said a couple of episodes ago, to find God in the cracks. We're really thankful to have been able to share our processing of how do we rest well and what does that look like with you? And we're excited to bring you along on our next journey of conversations. So thank you for listening and have fun with your hobbies.